0: Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Denton and Jane Dunn. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the
1: light. I'm a witch, so what now? Welcome to Love
0: Life. That is funny, Jane. That does make me laugh. <laughs> I'm a witch. There's the witch cackle laugh. I'm a witch. What now? Okay, so welcome. welcome to Love Life for your weekly sex and relationships and emotional and spirituality show. And sometimes we do dabble into the paganism, the witch stuff, the spirituality in a really deep, psychic, cool kind of subterranean way, paranormal, occult, a little bit of all that stuff because we know that we have had letters from some of you guys saying that you are interested in that stuff and it does appeal to you. And I think a lot of you guys out there are re-remembering your old lives as herbalists, healers, midwives and witches, and and that includes the boys, the boys, you know, male witches too and warlocks and wizards and Charmans alchemists, and, shamans. Yeah. Which doctors the whole the whole shebang? So we thought we'd explore today the topic: what is a witch? Which is going to probably take us down many wormholes. Jane. I don't know, but I think we've just taken back back a couple of decades, a couple of um, millennia, yes, millennia, centuries, yeah. whatever.
1: Because she did just say you've been writing us letters. Letters, it was letters. with
0: quills and ink, yes. We've been receiving them by <laughs> carrier pigeon. Sealed. Yeah, <laughs> writing us letters. That's my Victoriana coming out. Okay, sorry. I just thought it was cute nostalg- I had to. I had to tease you. Nostalgic. Okay, been.
1: we got your emails, got your messages on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we got your pings and
0: your texts and your notifications.
1: Yeah. Look, <clears throat> there's so much to say around this topic, but here in Australia we have a wonderful witch called Stacy. Stacey. Demarco and we have Fiona Horn and yes, and they've both been um, uh, witches that have appeared in mainstream television shows, and and in fact, Stacy wrote a book. Um, There's a witch in the Boardroom. Well, she's written lots of books, mm. but one I really loved was "There's a Witch in the Bordering."
0: Mm. Oh, we've also got Lucy Cavendish. Let's not forget. Oh, her of too. course, she's in Sydney, and she does box cards and books. And oh, I've
1: got some of her cards. They're beautiful. Yeah, she's a good old
0: white witch. So,
1: yeah, so mm. it, it's out there. It's not something that isn't mainstream any longer, but it still doesn't get a lot of airtime. And so I wanted to explore what does a witch really mean and are you one? Do you know witches? Do you want to be one? How to be one?
0: I'm sorry, but if you're listening, you are. I mean, in, in, exactly. the, in the loosest sense of the term, you are. I mean, there's obviously much more structured traditional religious sense to, to the actual witchcraft, paganism, Wicca, etc. Um, but in the loosest sense of the term, we are all witches and what, what do we mean by that word in the loosest sense? Well, we mean you are wise women, you are cunning women, you are women who are into the wisdom of your bodies, of your families. Of the earth, of the plants outside, of nature, of your connection to the divine, to your bleeding cycles, to your prayers and rituals, to the food that you create, you know, to the candles that you light, to the baths that you draw, to the tea that you swirl. It's, it's all of the, the beautiful, meaningful rituals and beliefs that you all already have as spiritual people. Um, and that in itself is, is
1: a practice. Mm -hmm. I want to share, too, why I felt we should do this topic and why I started with I'm a witch, what now, is because there's a little defiant me that says, I'm so excited that I can actually say I'm a witch and not get burnt at the stake. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be hung. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be beaten to death by stoning. I can say that in 2015 and be completely safe. Now, that doesn't mean there's a whole heap of people that think I'm an idiot. That's fine. Uh I have no problems. If I did have a problem, I wouldn't be saying it. I'd just be Mm -hmm. saying it quietly to my friends. And do I need a label? No. I do it because it's fun, it's cheeky, it's provocative, it's thought provoking, and it's mystical and it's magic. So I feel a witch
0: is everything that Beth's, uh, that, Beth. Oh. Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. It's an old witchy name. There you go, Beth. (laughs) Beth. Beth. (laughs) Beck, um, said,
1: i also feel it's the connection to the magic of the universe that witches like witchcraft is doing magic and there is so much magic in this amazing universe and it's knowing how to get you know turned tuned in turned on tapped in and playing the game with the universe of magic
0: let's just talk about magic for a minute anyone who thinks we're referring to harry potter or cinderella is in the wrong vibration shall we say magic magic or if we're talking about you know stage shows and white rabbits and hats and things like that there's that look magic is is a word which has been greatly misunderstood for many centuries in fact and while absolutely there is a mythos and a and a legendary cloud around the idea of wands spells cauldrons alchemy Um, yeah, magicians and otherwise. Magic again, in the loosest sense of the term that we're talking to you guys about today in a very, very real, practical, everyday way is energy and intention. And it's how you direct that energy. It's how you gather it up or you let it bleed out. You know, where do you let your energy run dry? Where do energy vampires get, get through and pick at you? Where do you find hone your energy? Where do you gather it together and point it? and make things happen and supercharge it, how do you use energy in your daily life? Is is it magic-making? Absolutely. It's It's the law
1: of vibration. It it is understanding the universal laws, not just the law of vibration, which of course closely relates to therefore the law of attraction of what it is you bring, but it's all of the universal laws and understanding how to use those so you produce the magic that you want in your life.
0: Mm, Beautiful. Because of course we're all vibrational creators and so it's all about well, that is, many will say, well,
1: you know, what what is your life here to do? And it is here to do God's work. Well, what is God? God is the creator. You are what does God. God want you to do? He wants you to create.
0: Yeah, just back up. What's this he business? <laughs> oh, okay. This is an episode about witches. And also, <laughs> God, there is no God. There's just oneness as far as I'm concerned. It's all just, you know, white light infiltrating the whole cosmos, the multiverse. And it's all just stardust that we're all connected to in this one great big huge organism. Of with what, amazing gods and goddesses. With with, with ascended masters ascended and, masters. and the spirit guides and angels and other hierarchies which and people and souls and animals and plants and elementals and rocks and crystals and all other things which come under, you know, in, in all the different planes and dimensions and so forth within all that, that oneness. We can absolutely separate it out. Um, but it's this idea that which a lot of people still have trouble getting comfortable with because of organized traditional religion, which is that you are God, we are God. There is no God outside of us in a white beard sitting on a chair with a whatever. God is another word, interchangeable word for vibrational energy, white light, love, etc., peace, the Tao, whatever you want to call it, all that is creation, um, and that innate source, that innate energy is what we are all made of it's what the chair in your room is made of it's what the window pane and the planets and the dogs and the crocodiles and the flowers and the cars and the skyscrapers and it's it's all what everything is made of physically and energetically concepts beliefs ideas theories it's still all the same oneness vibration isn't it Jane so So, to get back to being a witch, well, a witch is is somebody who understands this language, this patterning, this mysterious coding of this reality that we're existing in. They understand you can get information from the stars, you can get information from numbers, you can get information from mathematics, you can get information from angels, you can get information from the coffee grounds in the bottom of your teacup, you can get information from using your body as a conductor or from holding a crystal in the palm of your hand. You can get information from looking at the clouds in the sky or the smoke coming off a fire. You can get information from the lines in the palm of your hand or from the holographic points in your ear which relate to the rest of your entire body, which relate to the whole universe and the meridians and the ley lines and the grids and the chakras. Everything is maps and patterns and the more witchier you become, the more you are able to navigate and better use the signs, the symbols, the omens, the rituals, all of this information, which is very subtly and often quite hidden, provided to us so that you can better navigate the reality that you're in.
1: Now, witches can instill a lot of fear in some people, the term witch, because they believe that witches have superpowers, and they do. And that they're linked with evil and the devil. However, let's talk about black witches and white witches, or black magic and white magic. And my understanding is that the white witch is the witch that sets the intent to always come from love and not from fear. And the black witch is the one that is coming from fear. So I have known many amazing people with incredible gifts, rich connecting spiritual gifts that have got a dark shadow side that they've not chosen to for whatever reasons, heal, own, love, grow. And as a result, some of their gifts have been used in the negative they've been used to come from fear. And so it takes a lot of discipline to continue to use your gifts and skills and connection with oneness to be coming from love. But the very vast majority, I'm talking 99% of people that I know that would either in private identify as a witch or in public say they're a witch, are absolutely coming from love, and they're excited that perhaps this world is freeing up now for them to be able to really embrace their gifts and be able to not just share them but teach them so that anybody wanting to be able to use this magic can learn it and connect and utilize it to come from good, to create
0: whatever amazing positive experiences they're wanting. 'Cause really again, what is a witch other than it's usually just a nature worshipper, so it's someone who's quite closely connected to rhythms and cycles, seasons, the wheel of the year, etc. and they have different things to mark those different turnings of the tide and the equinoxes and the solstices, etc. It's usually somebody that has a bit of herb law, so they do know about natural vitamins, supplements, herbs, teas, tinctures, tonics, oils, things like that. They, they you know a bit of general knowledge with the, the healing modalities, the alternative modalities. Um and it's usually somebody that's quite big on ritual, so they will do things to mark things, to release things. Write on paper and burn it on a moon. Go down to the beach and sing into the ocean, let things go. They may bury things in the garden. They may, um, you know, burn a red candle or eat the seeds of a pomegranate or put out gold coins or you know do do ritualistic symbolic symbolism. Symbolism, lots of symbolism, just again to it's in the same way that, for example, in the ancient Chinese traditions with feng shui and so forth, you know, they will use. Physical objects and colors and textures and patterns and, and the placement of things to better work with chi, prana, energy flow, etc. Um, and witches do the same thing. They, you know, they, they use the knives for cutting and they use, you know, ritualistic ropes and fire and water and you know all the elements and that sort of thing. Um, so th- that's when we're getting into real witchcraft when it's really practiced as as a daily, yearly, lifetime sort of a um, a belief system and a religion um the whole which is the devil which is a evil you know all that sort of stuff well thanks hollywood and thanks the exorcist and and thanks basically all organized religion for the past two millennia who you know if we're really going to get back down to the roots and the history of it it's all got to do with suppression of women because of their natural innate powers and I hate to get into the whole sexism and patriarchy, matriarchy thing, but it really does go back to men a long time ago fearing the goddess, divine feminine. And again, you can reference a book like Bloody Dan Brown's Da Vinci Code, which is total airport reading, airport trash book reading, but has the entire story right there if you want it accessibly in two hours. And bang, there it is. It's 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 amazing. Actually, it's quite a great book. I think it's 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 basically totally going back to the pre-dawn cults where there was a time when the world worshipped. Female slanted, not male slanted. So now we sort of have this idea that God and God sort of has a masculine energy and Jesus and the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. But once upon a time, people worshipped nature and the earth and the earth was, you know, a life-giving womb and a breast and a woman and, and blood and, and all of that sort of thing. And there were lots and lots and lots of cults of worshipping females then there were cults later to things like Mary Magdalene. There were cults to all sorts of goddesses and all the classical Greek cults that, um, you know, the illusion mysteries and stuff that worshipped all the women's secrets and all the secret women's business of the indigenous cultures. So there was a real kickback at some point where the tide turned and basically the energies that be said, instead of worshipping women, for a long time now why don't we switch over and worship men now and see what happens and so they really changed all of the religious language they really broke up and changed all of the old patterns and rituals and practices and slanted them over to a more male dominated energy and of course with that came a lot of fear and putting down of women, a lot of closing down of women's three lower chakras, so they're the survival chakras. So men took away property, they took away money, they took away sexual rights, they took away, you know, there was physical danger, there's all this stuff that was put onto women so that their top chakras could not flourish, because the top chakras are where women really come into their power, their priestess, their third eye, their crown, their heart, their voice, that's the stuff that men became very afraid of, so they shut all that down. Um, and it's been this huge process now... <laughs> As we all know, for 2000 years or more of trying to rebalance and recapture this lost divine feminine, which Dean Brown described so well with the chalice and the cup and Mary and, and all of that sort of stuff, bringing back the missing feminine into culture, into business, into art, into the yin and yang of our own bodies, masculine and feminine, so that we can rebalance and not have right or wrong or us and them or him and her or, you know, a battle of the sexes, which I have to say, American comedians, God bless them. They still rely so heavily on that. Oh, men do this, ha, ha ha. Women do that, ha ha. So funny. And it's like, no, we've really got to stop polarizing in in those damaging ways. It's it's really, really, really about integrating the lost divine feminine into all of us, male and female, so that we can have that healthier balance. Because as we all know, the masculines had a bit too much time in the sun, literally, and um, and and the balance is. It's tipped the earth a little bit. Too far what are over. those three chakras that you said were shut down? Well, so the red and the orange and the yellow. So we're talking the root chakras, tribal survivalism, the orange chakra, which is the womb where we hold all our grief towards men and that sort of stuff, and creativity and, and all that. And then the solar plexus, so the, the yellow chakra, which is self esteem and self well, worth.
1: It's just interesting that survival being the, the base one, of course, these days most people in the Western world are blessed that that's not an issue any longer that women are able to, you know, they've got their own incomes, that they, they actually... A lot of work's been done uh, there. Yeah,
0: and and I'm just sort of joining some dots here of, but who pulls of babies, the evolution. Who pulls babies out of your vagina? A man in a white coat comes along and sticks his head between your legs with his gynecological probes and, and tells, tells you getting getting on your
1: you're getting on your soapbox going on a different God, direction here. No, well, they still... No, I, I know, but what but, I'm I'm joining the dot of yeah, is, is a feminism, the feminist movement. Maybe that was a deeper... There was a movement that happened on a more spiritual level to be able to strengthen that chakra to be able to help women to be able to connect to their higher chakras. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just drawing a little dot here yeah, that no. I think is quite fascinating. Well,
0: that's why women are still continuing to have so many lessons right now around standing up for themselves, speaking up, being firm, you know, standing up to abusive partners or perpetrators or strong men in business or just family members that want to boss them around or tell them how to live their lives or there's still, you know, very much, we know this, there's still lots of elements of control that go on in today's society left over from, from those times that, that ha- happen a lot more subtly but no less toxically. Well, I think there's more happening than ever of,
1: well, maybe we're just more aware of it because of, of social media or the media in general. Let's talk about magic. Right. Okay. What I love about this is that, you know, Beck gave a beautiful description about the rituals that are so elaborate and glamorous and fun. Yeah. That witch witches do. But the modern day witch maybe hasn't got time for that or doesn't want to connect in that way. But the modern and if you do, that's fabulous. But if you don't, you can still be just as dynamic and just as powerful as a witch by you know, we talk so much on this show about setting your intent about the ritual of gratitude, these are ceremonies to connect you to the magic. This is part of of being a witch is being consciously aware that every morning you're getting up and what do I want to have happen today? What am I grateful for? Going to bed at night and, and setting your intent for what it is that you wish through the evening. Going into a new energy exchange with people and setting your intent for what is it I want to occur in this next 10 minutes. These are rituals, and these are just as much the ceremony of the modern day witch, I believe.
0: Yeah, there's a book from the UK you might want to read called Shaman in Stilettos. And oh, good title! I think it's a girl that went off and studied a lot of that stuff, but hey, she's a modern woman, she wears her high heels. She get and like, this is this was whole Stacey DeMarco's whole witch in the boardroom thing. She was like, hey, I maybe at the time, I'm corporate, I'm in a suit, I've got to deal with the real world, I've got to deal with ballsy men, I've got to, you know, but I I am really trying to cultivate my goddess. How do the two integrate? And that's really cool because most people are out there totally living that really Western, demanding everyday life um, and trying to find the softness and the beauty and the ritual of, of, of the goddess within at the same time.
1: I want to touch too on the fact that I remember the first time Bex said, oh, you're a witch. It was it was quite a few years ago and I had such a reaction to that of <laughs> wow I, remember that. I felt like it was oh wow, I felt like I'd graduated and I was really excited by it. And that's another reason that I wanted to perhaps do this podcast was because maybe you too at home listening might start calling yourself in private a witch and let's see if you have the same kind of emotional power it was it was like I went from six cylinders to 12 in that moment it was some kind of ownership some kind of it's like being nice gathering for, it's, the, for a yeah woman, like being yeah crowned yes it was like that and it was such a funny little throwaway line at the time that it had such a huge impact that evolved over the next few years an initiation and that's why I did the statement at the beginning of this show because I'm I'm thinking some of you are going to have the same kind of reaction maybe hearing that for the first time about yourself and I'm hoping that might kind of kickstart a bit of extra I don't know is it self-belief is it self-ownership self-love acceptance but also power of yeah I've been denying this and I am this and this feels good and it doesn't matter whether you choose to get out there and tell everyone like Beck and I are. You don't need to be doing that unless you wish to. But owning another part of yourself that resonates so strongly with you can help you to really live a more dynamic and authentic and powerful life. Mm-hmm. And it is that word authentic. It's like, here's another area of me that I am majestic, I am powerful. I am creative, I am the creator of whatever it is I desire, and I am a full-blown white witch.
0: Now, if saying the word witch brings up the opposite reaction in you, I recommend that you go and listen to our Science versus Spirituality podcast um, and have a really good think about where that belief has come from because I can guarantee you it's not yours. You've picked it up.
1: Yeah, from- could there be a re- uh, like, uh, remembrance of ownership of being a witch being dangerous and or unsafe. Being unsafe. Okay, unsafe. That's valid. so I think we
0: need to touch on that as well. well it's so it's going to come from two places. Yeah. It's either going to come from your priest or your mother or your community or your upbringing or whatever, or yes, it's actually going to be a very, um, it's almost anti kind of reaction coming from your body because of past life memory. And let's face it, if you're a witch, you've probably suffered at some point at the hands of others. Who have betrayed you, rejected you, ostracized you, killed you, stripped you of money, stripped you of children, stripped you of rights, stripped you of property, etc. Um and so there is a lot of um work that we still need to do in this current day and age as enlightened beings, into coming back into our power. And can I just say on that note the beautiful Rebecca Brown in Sydney, who's a fantastic healer. If anyone wants to do an in-person or long-distance session with her, I highly recommend it because she does stuff that's totally next level off the grids. I'm know. having a session with her this afternoon. And I had one with her last week, one of many. And But anyway, Rebecca Brown, just go to soultosoul.com.au. Um, when I was to her last week about the concepts of power, and she's right into everything we're talking about right now. She said, she said that she's really been noticing a lot of um, energy coming to Earth in the last few months to do with Divine Mother and the wound around Divine Mother. So that means both yourself as a mother, the way you were mothered, the way it's all the Divine Feminine stuff being put down and held down and suppressed and, you know, just tried to be destroyed by the powers that be and us really reclaiming it by often having to go into those wounds and poke around and work with our feminine and work with our power and all of that. And she said she's been having a lot of clients coming to her lately all on the same theme and it's basically women facing their perpetrators. Now in this lifetime it might be the husband, the ex-boyfriend, the abusive, whoever, the, the angry boss at work. But it's, it's this age-old theme where women are having to stand in their power against the men that are trying to push them around. And it's very, very hard for many of us to do that because we're still trying to overcome age-old, ancient, uh, power plays there. But Rebecca Brown, I just want to say that we're on power. Rebecca Brown said, she said, you know what? I'm really not vibing lately with with the word power because it always seems to imply there's a winner and a loser and it's still a game and it's actually a bit of a lower vibration she said i'm going with the energy of freedom so how about we reword it as not i want personal power but i want freedom soul freedom freedom of being who i am free to be me isn't that a beautiful energy? And doesn't that change? If you're in a in a, in a deadlock, you know, headlock situation with someone, gridlocked, what's the word, it? Well, locked it anyway, locked in with someone in a bit of a power battle with the horns locked, rather than it being about power, can it be about, it's not even about the other person, it's about
1: my road to freedom. And I think that's perfect. I do. I think that's absolutely gorgeous. And mm-hmm. you mentioned the words free to be me. That would make a great title for a really good course. Oh. Wait, I've already got one. I changed <laughs> That's what the, I'm a highly sensitive person yeah, course yeah. is called, Free to Be Me. Free to Be Me. Yes. I also want to you know, remind people that if you are having a negative reaction and you do think it's from past lives, one of the greatest things that happened there was social isolation, being ostracized. And we are social creatures regardless of which millennium lifetime we're talking about. It's always been the way. We want to be accepted. We are tribal. We want to fit in. And to be isolated, to be ostracized is incredibly emotionally painful. And so you may have fear around this. And like being strung up,
0: strangled, killed
1: Yeah, around, exactly, exactly.
0: Tortured
1: and yeah. not yeah. believed. Yes, but often there was, you know, that little herbalist in the village. You know, she was, you know, the school she was children the, would she was walk the past and they would, you know, ridicule her and not want to talk to her. Or, yeah, there was lots of nastiness that went on that. Sometimes it was easier just to be burnt at the stake and have that lifetime over and done with. Then what's it, James? Oh, well, yeah, I've had plenty of these. <laughs> then, then the one that you're actually hanging around till you're well into your eighties or nineties, and you've actually been isolated for the entire time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yet still following your true path. Mm-hmm. Just remind yourself very gently: you are safe. Mm-hmm. You absolutely, in this lifetime, are safe. And the only reason that we are recording a podcast like this right now is because. We too are safe to do so.
0: Mm, We would not
1: be doing this if we thought we weren't safe.
0: We're very lucky, and as Jane said, and you know, I'm a psychic, and I have done readings for a girl in Qatar where it is illegal, and I and I yes, that was fascinating. And I also I've done one in Qatar and one in Dubai, and I'm pretty sure fortune telling is legal in both of those, certainly in some Arab countries, and also somewhere like Romania or one of those Eastern Bloc places. Um, also have laws in place that, you know, you can go to jail and stuff for doing this kind of work, which is amazing because those are the countries where bloody tea leaf readings and palm reading came from, the gypsies and all of that amazing culture. Anyway, um, we are very, very lucky to be at an age and a time when actually what is happening is the powers that be, by which I mean the angels, your spirit guides, you know, the the cosmos is really pushing for you guys to reclaim this this title own your power and your magic, use it, really, really take it on as your birthright to be the wise men and women of the village, to re-remember the old skills you have. You know, if you're drawn to aromatherapy, if you're drawn to shiatsu, if you're drawn to um, tea leaf reading or whatever comes up for you, maybe it is just an innate knowledge of knowing what, what herbs to mix into a cup of tea or how to soothe a pregnant woman or how to put your hands on somebody's body or an animal or a child and just give them a little bit of warmth and love. Whatever those things are, you are absolutely re-remembering. You don't need – you can go to courses and learn, but you're not really learning. You're just – Re-learning. You're you're, you're just scrubbing up. You're just – yep. it's just all coming back to you. Use these beautiful gifts. You've had lifetimes where you did use them to great effect. You may have been persecuted, killed – ostracized tortured etc and now is the time to say these skills are mine I know they're for good I know I help people whenever I do these skills and the time is now to reclaim them no holds barred and go off in the world and use them use them use them and make that ripple effect as huge and far-reaching as you possibly can and I really believe that that is your responsibility now and and you're calling and, and, and you're right
1: I'm a witch, what now? So witches,
0: we will be here next week because we are completely safe. Everything's safe. We're not going to jail for talking about being witches. And we encourage all of you to enjoy maybe spending a week doing a bit of your own research, reading some books, a bit of Googling, or just maybe introducing some beautiful rituals in for yourself or your children, um, girlfriends, have a goddess circle or something like that. Do something for you that is just a little bit witchy this week to really bring you back into those beautiful, ancient, magical, divine-powered goddess energies if you need anything from us everything you need is at lovelifeshow.com we're also on facebook yes. facebook.com forward slash lovelifeshow you can direct message us there as well or email us through the website um, and coaching and counseling of course for all of your particular individual wants needs and questions so until this time next week enjoy being witches and warlocks life is perfect i'm not trying it's just happening